Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Mm, welcome. Good morning. It's really here. And I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh. This is like, I'm excited. It's been hot and I'm crossing my fingers today. It's cooler. Um, but inside my house right now is very comfortable. So I don't know. I'm just going to go with the flow. So how was yesterday with the idea of tasting? How was being present in your senses and really just savoring the food you eat and the preparation of it without judgment. How did that go? And did you learn anything about yourself? You know, did you notice that you had a revelation that you do this so little in your life? Did you have a revelation that uh, you've been slacking on the types of foods you've been giving yourself and um, enjoying or not enjoying. Uh, sometimes I realize with my own situation that when I'm not savoring food, I'm not particular about what I eat. But when I savor, I am particular. When I savor, it's like I want only what my body wants. And I don't want to eat out because the food doesn't, do it for me and the energy of the food doesn't do it for me and if I don't have something at home I don't eat and I'm very satisfied not to eat when there isn't quality food that resonates with my body so I have been providing a lot more better like a lot better food that resonates with my body so that I can eat uh, when I'm hungry but it's wild how I lose my appetite <clears throat> very easily if there's nothing real of substance that's going to satisfy what my body wants. <clears throat> so uh, today I was just, it just, I don't know, it came to me that we move on from taste to sight. Because I think that we take our sight for granted and... Um, Today would be a great day to just use it in appreciation without judgment and really be mindful of how we are doing it in any way different than we normally do it and how we are doing it in um, unconscious ways on the typical normal day or normal moment that may not serve us. And now we're recognizing it because we're choosing to be mindful of how we look around us at the world, how we choose to be present. There is an autopilot thing, and that's why people lose things, because on autopilot, we're only seeing what we know is there. That's a mind thing. But when we're really truly present, we see what's truly there. And we see it through our own frequency. So if your keys are a match for the frequency you're in, they appear. They just appear. It's wonderful. And you're like, how could they just appear? Well, you know they do this because you'll be like, I checked there five times and they weren't there and then suddenly they were. Well, so suddenly you were a frequency match. 
And when I was younger, I used to pray to St. Anthony to help me find things. And I think the act of praying to St. Anthony was an opportunity for me to match my frequency to the item I was looking for, rather than matching my frequency to the fear of not having it. Because being a match to that frequency, it kept it away from me. But when I matched the frequency of finding it, it was a whole different thing. And I've had to learn to do this with my dogs too, because, well, I have one dog now, but back in the day, Max, my chihuahua, was very skillful at slipping out of the door and he would go off. And sometimes he would take Toulouse with him, but sometimes it would just be him. And in the beginning, I was very fearful for him that he would like be off somewhere with busy road or someone might take him because he's super friendly. And he was a very strong personality and he really knew how to communicate with people to let them know exactly what he wanted. And he loved people. So he might choose to visit someone. And I always trusted that if he chose to be with someone, even for a short while, it was an important connection. He was following the nudges of, um, through his intuition, he was following the nudges of the universe, of nature, of God, to connect with someone because perhaps they needed that connection. He was so loving, so loving, and in uh, an adventurer. And, but it got to the point where I had to will him home through the expectation of seeing him, not expectation, the anticipation, the excitement, the um, joy of seeing him return is how I got him to come back. Now, I also used some other techniques that I thought might get his attention and it made me feel useful in looking for him. Like I would go and turn my car on and rub the engine a little bit because he would come running if he thought I was going somewhere. Um, but I didn't do it out of fear. I did it out of this excitement that he would come home. And then like there was a time period where I was like upset or like, oh my gosh, you can't run away, blah, blah, blah. But then I got to the point when I started accessing this anticipation of his return. Then when he came back with that frequency being used, I would be like, oh my goodness, it's so good to see you. Let's go inside and get a treat. And I would reward him and I would joyful, you know, be joyful over him. And I felt like the, the, the father of the prodigal son. But this made it all healthier for me. He was having a healthy experience. He was like, you know, happy-go-lucky guy. But me, I was suffering before this technique. I was suffering with the fear and the adrenaline and all of that. And that wasn't helpful. And it was actually harmful to my body. So I got to choose another way that was even more effective, but less, less, uh, what do you call that? Socially uh, structured. Socially, this is not how people look for their pets. Socially, uh, people have to stress out. Socially, there's drama. And I have chosen as many times as I'm consciously aware to remove drama from my life. And that was one area and that was one way I did it. Now, let's get back to eyesight. I don't know why I drifted there, but eyesight is so important because it's so easy to judge something. With our eyes, we've made habits of it for our entire life. We've been taught to do it. Oh, that's ugly. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, you know, that stinks. That's, um, that smells wonderful. Oh, I hate that smell. You know, like all these judgments back and forth. So what if today 
you just moved through your day appreciating everything you laid your eyes on. And you're going to say, well, how could I appreciate that poop in my front yard that someone didn't pick up? Find something about it to appreciate. Mm. Fertilizing the yard, not where someone walks. I'm so happy the puppy had a place to go. Um, You know, just focus on the appreciation. So if you're focusing on poop and it's bringing up negativity, then you were drawn to the poop because you had a negativity to start with. And your mind looked for things to fuel your negativity. So, again, we want to use the eyesight to serve us rather than harm us. So, today you can make a affirm, an affirmation to move forward today with the eyesight being a tool for loving yourself and loving the world. Choosing to see through the eyes of love. Choosing to appreciate through sight. Choosing to tell stories that serve you and the world. What's going to happen when you do this is you're going to find that you're lighter you're happier, it's more fun today, you're going to find synchronicities falling into your day that surprise you, that catch your eye, that delight you. Um, You're going to find that perhaps your other senses become more heightened. You're going to find that things taste better. The world's a little brighter. You may get ideas. Because by going into this appreciation, you may get... You're going to be in alignment with source energy. And when we go into alignment, we open ourselves up for this high level of wisdom and inspired action. So if there's an area of your life where you've been kind of, you know, struggling or figuring out something or not quite sure about something, but, you know, really, you know, looking into something and wondering about it, you're going to find insight. And you're going to find insight that takes you outside the box. Now, the box is this place where we're in, where we know everything. So an answer from inside the box is going to be very linear. It's going to be like, well, take the job. But an answer from outside the box is going to be nonlinear. It's going to be a leap. It's going to be something that you could have never thought of. And then once you heard it, it made perfect sense. And it was like the best of both worlds. And it was better than anything you could have imagined. That's what outside the box looks like. And these are the ideas that flow through when we're in a state of appreciation and unconditional love. So we really love being in this place. We love it. We want it. We do it. (laughs) Mm. Oh my goodness. Life is so good. It is so, so good. So, can you remember a time where 
you know what? For a lot of people, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's the day their kid's born. It's the day they meet someone new and they fall in love. It's like there's a projection onto the situation. But what's really happening is your appreciation is so deep that you're able to open up to this alignment. But then we project that, oh, I feel so good because of this person in my life or this happened and that's why I feel so good. But the reality is you feel good because you got into alignment. That is what is awesome. And when you're in alignment with God's source energy, you feel alive and vibrant and you feel like you can do anything and you feel like, oh, energized and passionate and you feel this potential of of possibility running through you that has no end and so this is my ultimate like sharing of of getting present is that this is the ultimate thing this is the purpose of presentness is alignment so if I was doing a talk on alignment and you were like but how do I get into alignment I would be like be present use your senses you know that's your first your first line of, oh, what would you call it? Your first, like, I would, like, say line of defense. But it's not a defense, and it's not a line of attack. It, those things exist in 3D. This is an axis. It's a doorway. Those senses are your doorway to presentness. And this is why people who work out in nature have such effortless access to their alignment. And could it be, I'm just going to throw this out there, but could it be this is why we live in a society that cuts us off from everything that's out there? And technology cuts us off. And sunglasses cut us off. And sunscreen cuts us off. And uh, what else? Cars cut us off. Uh, Well, and now COVID cuts us off. I mean, everything is lined up to cut us off from nature. And nature is healing and giving and alignment and God. It's all things wonderful. And yet we have this resistance to it. And I think our resistance to nature is our resistance to loving ourselves. And loving yourself is another element of alignment. Can't be in alignment if you're not loving yourself. So you can look and see, where am I holding back? But sometimes we can be um, like present. You are loving yourself when you're present. Choosing to be present through the senses is one of the easiest things. Children do it. Everyone can do it. But the way to do it is to not go into autopilot and not just label a tree a tree and a sandwich a sandwich, but to really taste the, the ingredients of the bread as you eat it to really taste the condiments you put on your sandwich I'm like so particular of what I put on my sandwich because I can taste it as I'm putting it on the bread the mayonnaise the mustard the horseradish if you use relish you know anything seasonings I can imagine and I'm enjoying the process of creating it and this is why Montessori says that children who assist in the preparation of their meals eat better because they're tapping into their intuition, their intuitive side that knows what goes together naturally. They're creating and they're feeling this 
wonderful like appreciation expectation for what's to come and all of this activates the appetite activates the cells to be ready for the nourishment it's just so beautiful absolutely beautiful and we all have this ability oh but i'm an adult blah 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 i can't act like that yes you can yes you can i do it now i'm not saying that just because i do it you should do it but i am saying that i was raised to to be proper and i was raised to forget my inspired side i was i was taught and trained to stop bouncing when i walked and to uh not be so outgoing and and um do what people told me to do and it's just all of it and and that was what people did back then that's what they taught their children i want to teach my child to tap into her heart to know her truth not the truth that she's been taught though i do also teach her what society expects for her to be socially adept but outside of that my god the first line of 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 wave of living has to be to learn to tune into your own intuitive heart space to know what's right for you so you don't have to lean out into other authorities that don't even know what's right for them much less you our answers come from within always 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 and that is your birthright to have that access to higher self to god so that you can be the creator you can to be. You can be your highest potential self. We are not our highest potential selves when we give our power away. So, today focus on your sight. Notice where you're judging. Notice where you're glazing over. Notice where you don't appreciate. And come back to center and appreciate. Bring yourself back to center as often as possible. And this includes witnessing other people's behavior. This includes, it includes all of it. Looking at chemtrails in the sky, trash on the ground, a beautiful little puppy kissing a baby. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all here for you to love. And I'm so, so serious about that. We have to love the sky, regardless whether it's dirty in the ground, whether it's dirty in the children, whether they're adorable or not. We're here to love. So if you can start to challenge yourself and recognize where you're holding love back, then you will see how you're holding back opportunity and possibility and joy and love from yourself because it's all projection. All right. Gotta love it, right? Gotta love that we have these little moments that happen all day feed us into the into the ongoing so have a wonderful wonderful day i love you so much bye now thank you for joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142 private sessions are available as well as retreats it is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.